0: Listening, why? don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this gear on lock Listen and watch. don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon Come on, jump on, a squad you can't front on You know we in the building when the theme song come on Riding with the captain brother Jake Pragmatic The mastermind behind it, so you know we gotta to do it for the people Keep the show flowing Plus some catchy little jingles. Put it all together, it's a hit We ain't bragging Everybody and they mama Jumping on the bandwagon um. I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot And got this year on lock Listen and watch Don't be lollygagging While they jumping on the bandwagon I bet you think your team on top But now we're hot And got this year on lock Listen and watch Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on
1: What's going on with your world? don't me, Jay Pragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell. Subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and of course, you know we got to drop that new heat before the end of the show is out. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines hailing all the way from Miami, Florida. We've got Claudia Lopez on the phone lines. How you doing, Claudia? Hey, how are you? Great, great. Pleasure to have you on the show today.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: Pleasure all mine. Had a chance to check out the new record, by the way. Uh thinking, And we're going to talk about the record. Of course, a little later on in the show, I'll let you introduce the record. And then I like to give feedback to artists of what I thought of the record, just as an avid music fan, okay? So at some point, I'll do awesome. that too. Awesome,
2: yeah. Go ahead.
1: Cool, cool. But I'll do that a little later on. For first and foremost, I do okay. want to open up for all my listeners to find out a little more about Claudia Lopez. So first and foremost, are you originally from Miami, Florida?
2: Yes, I am born and raised in Miami, Florida. My dad is Cuban and my mom is American.
3: Okay,
1: so got some, uh, some culture uh, mixtures mm-hmm. going on there. Got to love it. Uh, so pretty much uh, Cuban-American. Um, yeah Now wh- talk to us a little bit about growing up in Miami, Florida Like wh- what would that landscape kind of look like You're growing up there
2: Well definitely a lot of diversity Especially in the, in the city where I was raised Which is Hialeah It's a large Cuban population okay. I went to Hialeah high, um, high School And that's a large Cuban population too It's just a lot of diversity There's a lot of music There's a lot of culture it's a big mix of all sorts of people.
1: Okay. All right. So. And my- it was.
2: It's been really great um, growing up here. You know, my my um, my father's family were, were exiled from Cuba, and, and you know they came straight to Miami. Their whole family moved here. So it's really about community for us here.
1: Okay. Now. Speaking about that community piece, talk to us a little bit about being the pillar, I guess, within your family, because, you know, from what I'm understanding about your story is the music kind of came from a deep place in your heart, uh, connection-wise, from family, correct?
2: Definitely. My, um, my dad is a musician, so he was a musician in Cuba, and um, when they moved here, they actually made a stop in Spain, and he was... He was part of the symphonic um, band over at in Spain. It's like oh, wow. a very, very prestigious band over there. And then when they moved here, he did his like piano bar thing. He does arranging. He he did. Um, he was part of a group where he sang and played the congas. And I just kind of grew up listening to that, and always knowing that I was going to be a musician. Like it was always out of four kids. I was always the one that was like oh i'm gonna be a singer for sure (laughs) so you know my dad really had to put aside that music career once he got here to to you know raise a family and and you know um sometimes the the music industry is not so it's not stable you know for somebody who has a bunch of kids and so he really had to like step away from it and, and work he worked at a factory for many years and So I'm definitely carrying that torch and and trying to, you know, do this for my family. And, you know, it's really what I what I love to do at the end of the day. So I'm happy to do it and happy to, you know, make them proud Mm. with the direction that I'm taking the record, though. um, I don't know if you were asking me about music in general, but the record, as you mentioned, really does come from somewhere very deep. I I wrote it. It's a dedication to my, my cousin who passed away four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the the song I released, Thinking, um, is just one of the many things that I wanted to tell her, that I've been wanting to tell her in the last four years. So the record is basically me filling her in on everything that's gone on in the last four years that I haven't been able to tell her. It's kind of that vibe. And there's some songs in there that I wrote for her and it's been a big journey for me to write these songs and and feel all the things that you need to feel to, to write this kind of music. But it's um, I've come out so much better right at the other end. Huh. Um, but it's been a really emotional process for me and my family.
1: And I bet a therapeutic one as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a grieving. You know, everybody grieves differently. And for me, because I ended up being the one that had to be strong for the family, I realized like four years later, I never broke down and cried and grieved the way that I needed to. So this album was that for me. Like if you listen to it top to bottom, the very first song is it's you know, a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and as you listen through the tracks you can see that I'm becoming a stronger person and a stronger person, coming more to terms with everything and Really, it's like my whole journey is in the album.
1: Now, talking about the record itself, what what feelings did you want to pull from the listener? Like, what, what type of feelings did you want from the person receiving the music?
2: So, the very first word that comes to my mind is hope, right? Okay. It's the feeling when you're first grieving a loss of anything, whether it's, you know, somebody that you love or a boyfriend or anything anything that you lose you grieve you go through this process and i know everybody always feels like i can't i'm not going to get through this you know that feeling when you're like nope i'm not going to make it i can't get through this this is always going to hurt this way well i hope that the listener and i write i wrote it in the liner notes even on the album that i hope you can hear through this album that if I can make it through something so, 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 so difficult, and I came out of it and I'm better, that anybody can do it too, you know? I'm not special. If I can make it through something so horrible, such a sad time in, in my life and in my family's life, anybody can make it. We can make it through any breakup. We can make it through the loss of anything. And I just wanted to share that with the listener because a lot of albums and tracks are about heartbreak and and love and being in love and i just feel like we don't have enough music that's talking about just like really raw those like ugly feelings that you know are not are not popular right. you know so i really wanted the listener to have that because it surely helped me
1: now what would you say is one of the key things you've learned from going through this experience <clears throat> and creating, you know, such a a passionate
2: record. I definitely learned that everybody's process is different. Mm-hmm. I learned that um, that for me, I I was playing this role of strong, and I had all these, you know, because I was I'm a songwriter, so I write songs and I put them away, and I write songs and I put them away, and I write songs and I put them away, and it came to a point where especially during COVID, the, the lockdown, I had all this time, there was no work, you know, I had all this time and I was just sitting here with my thoughts and I realized that I haven't, I had never, I had never stopped to listen to the songs again and really see what I was feeling and, and, and that's when, really that's when it hit me uh, that i should make a record because i just felt like oh i really need to talk to her and tell her all this crazy stuff that's been going on and what i've learned is that everybody's process is different and mine was one where i was just writing and writing and writing and not but not coming to terms like not facing the words almost if you want to say that you know mm-hmm. and sitting you know when you make a record it's not like write a song and give it to someone like not for me at least, like, I had to sit there with these words, arrange them, produce them, record them, sit in the booth for hours, record the vocals, record the background vocals, and, you know, by this time I've listened to these words a hundred times, and what a better way to come to terms with something than hearing it over and over and over again. So Mm -hmm. what I learned is just... it's it's that everybody's process is different and this was a big healing process for me. And I'm not going to say that I'm healed, you know. I could still break down and cry, um, but I'm definitely stronger today because of this whole process.
1: Mm -hmm. Talking to Claudia Lopez right now, Miami, Florida on the phone lines. Got the new record, thank you. Before we move into what I thought about the record, Talk to us a little bit about what listeners can expect from the project. You got the debut album,
2: um, <clears throat> yeah. So the debut album is called "Running Out of Time." Thinking is the single that I released, <clears throat> okay. Um, and I, I, I'm the the video for Thinking is going to be released on August twentieth, okay, um, on Vivo, and it's a beautiful video I recorded in New York. Um, but the rest of the and Thinking is one of the songs. It's the actually the third track of the album. And it is just one of the things. So the album really starts with an intro in which I kind of open the project, right? I'm grieving. It's really the most emotional song, I would say, in in the album. And then it runs into the second track, which is Running Out of Time, in which I kind of, you know, it's the name of the album. I explain what that means. And then the rest of the album, until the very, the the song Before Last, is just, you know, even when you're grieving, life moves on, right? Like you have boy drama, you have your, you know, <laughs> you have love issues, you fall in love, you fall out of love, you can all do all of this while grieving. And she was my person. So I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna tell you all this drama that I've had going on <laughs> for these last four years. So a lot of the songs are love songs, falling in love and then falling out of love and, and realizing my worth and all this fun stuff. And then I wrap up the album with um, with the song Next Life in which kind of rein it all in and tell her, well, I know I can't have you in this life, but I hope that in our next life, you choose me because I'm going to choose you again. Mm-hmm. So, And then I end the album with the track, which is my favorite track of the album, is Woman. And it's just about that I'm not the same woman that I was when I started this project. Mm-hmm. And... And it's just a special track. It's my favorite track in my album. So, um, I think the listener can really, you know, ride this train from, from, you know, a place of weakness to a place of really a lot of strength and a lot of hope and ambition. And that's what I, I think the listener can get from this, as well as some bops, in, <laughs> you know.
1: Now, being a Cuban American, how do you feel like? At- your nationality or culture helps you as an artist? Do you you feel like it helps you? And if so, how? How do you feel like it benefits or helps?
2: Absolutely. I I absolutely think that having all this, like, Cuban music and culture in my brain (laughs) since I was such, so, like, being exposed to it from such a young age, you know, like all things, the more exposure you have to something, The more you know about that, the more you're going to be able to explore um, that subject, right? So if you're a kid that's born, you know, and your dad is like a techie, and you're like breaking apart, you know, technology and VCRs and things like that since you're a little kid, you're gonna be really savvy at that. Well, as a Cuban American, being exposed to all this, these beats and this Latin music and all this kind of culture. Has made me really open musically, and I include all that into my writing. So, like, if you listen to my track "Thinking," it's definitely not like a ordinary chord progression, you know. And it's just because of all of this music in my head and all this culture in my head. I just, you know, inject it all into the music. So sometimes you get a little bit of like Latin flair. Sometimes you get a real like gospel R and B vibe for me. And it's just all these cultures that I was raised in.
1: Now, how would you say your uh, area is responding to the new record?
2: So, I have a very, very loyal fan base. You know, it's small and it's growing every day and I just have these, just such loyal fans that have been waiting so long for me to come out with new tracks and they listen to anything that I post online and I'm I'm just so extremely grateful and, and, you know, blessed to have People who really believe in me. And I'm talking like people who've been following me even since I was in high school, people who just like what my sound and what I, what I, my writing. And, you know, that's, that's the biggest, that's all you can hope for as an artist. Um, it's just having a few people who just love what you do. Like I do it for them, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I do it for them. I do it for my family and I do it for the people who, who enjoy my sound. And, um, I think it's being received really well. I can't wait. I mean, Thinking has done great. The charts I have just in two weeks, and great for me, you know, in just two weeks, I have um nearly 8,000 streams, and that for me is really great. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that when I drop the album, that, that number will just grow, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm sure it will by the time they get a chance to check out this new record, Thinking. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll give you some feedback of what I thought about the record, of course, what I was thinking. (laughs) It's a shameless plug. (laughs) I'm
3: excited.
1: (laughs) So first and foremost, I definitely was shocked. I didn't know what to expect. So you caught me off guard. Great, full-sounding record. Um, soulful sound it's an emotional record of course um, soothing and sultry voice uh, I love the build up of the record overall um, like I said very relaxing kind of vibe and soothing fun and playful at the same time um, and it's relatable content of course great writing on this record and uh, I can hear it on radio of course and other platforms like maybe even movie soundtracks I can. it, it has crossover potential so I can hear it in multiple different spaces uh,
2: thank you
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. A lot of good things going on with this record. Um, to what do you attribute, like, your, your your sound and style? Who are some of those artists or musicians even that you were listening to kind of coming up that you feel like inspired you
2: musically? So, so I was so, so influenced by, you know, growing up by artists like Beyonce and... Um, you know, Mariah Carey, Michael Jackson, and then you have some of the, like, the Latin artists, like Celia Cruz, and, and um, you know, um, uh, Willie Chidi, you know, just artists that I grew up listening to um, that were always being played at my house, and and then, you know, as I started studying, I really got obsessed for a long time with Ella Fitzgerald, so I just mm-hmm. love the jazz, too, um, but... This is me, and these are the people that I see as an influence in my voice. However, I always get from fans and and people in general, you have an Ariana Grande sound. <laughs> and I always and I also get a um, you have an Adele kind of writing style. So I get those two comparisons often, which yeah. is are huge compliments for me because they Definitely. are both queens. Definitely, <laughs> you
1: know, now those are um, big comparisons.
2: Yeah, those are, be- like, I'm very honored when people say that. Um, I love the, both those artists. They are influences for me. I always get, I also get a Demi Lovato
3: okay. when
2: I'm doing, like, the higher belty things. I guess we have a similar, I guess, timbre in our voice when we're belting high. So I get those three. And, you know, I like I said, I'm honored to ever, you know, be mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence as them.
1: Now... Let me ask you this are there any people that you would like to mention a shout out for their help or support for the latest project in single
2: Um I I'm, I'm I'm always going to mention my dad you know because he's a musician and My poor dad, he sits there and listens to my songs a hundred times. I'm always like, dad, listen to this. I changed one note, listens to the full song. (laughs) So like, he's just such a big supporter. He's really my number one supporter. He just, And it's not just, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for him, but I feel like it's not just because I'm his daughter. It's because, you know, he loves the music business and he likes the music. You know, he sings my songs he whistles them and he's just such a he's one of my biggest influences and 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 just one of those people that always stand out like the second you ask me he's the first person that comes to my mind and my mom and my sister um are just people who never let me fall you know they're always there to catch me they're not involved in the music like my dad is which is kind of our special bond you know but my sister and my mom are always there they're always there to support me in any way that they can and and, you know those three people i'm extremely extremely thankful for them and i will mention (laughs) that some of the guys that i have playing on my record are just some of the most amazing musicians I have ever worked with. I have Sean Hurley who plays for John Mayer. He is yeah. just amazing. Um, I have Andrew Sinoek, who's who's recorded, I don't know, so many movies. Um, these guys, these LA guys are just like so talented. And of course, I cannot leave without mentioning Scott Desmaris, who mixed and mastered my record. Mm. He is a wizard. He is a mixing and mastering wizard. He is just incredible if you haven't heard their stuff just go check them out they're so good and of course all the musicians on my record and i'll list them they're listed on my sites on my credit you can check out all these guys they're just amazing yeah
1: so the, the engineer definitely helped give that big great full sound on that record
2: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and he he works with the big dogs he he's really you know i found them like I don't know, it was like, look, I found him and I, re- I reached out to him and, and he's just such an amazing person. He's been so amazing to work with, so humble and so talented. Just um, I feel so blessed to be working with him and and all the musicians in the record. I'm, I'm really honored.
1: Once again, talking to Claudia Lopez right now, Miami, Florida on the phone lines, new single, Think In. Um, let me, I do want to ask you this before we introduce the song. Um, uh, what, what does a recording session look like with you? How, how do you prepare to record?
2: So once the track is, is done, right? Like once I produce, another thing is I'm not working with a producer. I produced myself and, okay. and I, and I uh, engineered myself. So I wrote the song, produced it. So all of that took a lot of time. Once the track is ready for vocals, obviously, while you're working and you're sending it out for other musicians to record, you you record like, you know, a basic vocal on there,
3: mm-hmm.
2: a guide. Once you're ready to record that final vocal, um, you know, I prep by waking up early, drinking lots of water, and then I always go into the studio like at, I'm going to say like 11, 12, noon, and, and then I'm basically in there until maybe one or two in the morning.
3: Mm, long hours. Is,
2: okay. Yep. Yep. Because it's you you get your head in the game for that for that song on that day. You know these videos you see of artists and it's like three AM and then they're in the studio like laying down and it's just exhausted. It's because you get into the zone on that day and you don't leave there until that is done. You know? Mm. Because you come back the next day and you just sound a little different than you did the day that you started the recording. So I spend a lot of time in there. I take breaks, of course. And I, I like to record the final vocal. Just I'm a vocalist, so for me it's really important. And I don't like to use a lot of editing in the vocals. So I'd rather sit there and get really beautiful takes and really perfect takes that I feel happy with and then use those as opposed to, you know, having to edit a lot of the vocals. So um, the days are long, and I just prep by, you know, drinking water and staying hydrated and really getting my head in the game in the zone for that day.
1: So you pretty but much, you take it step vocals. at a time. Okay.
2: Mhm. Same thing with background vocals. And background vocals has another element because you have to arrange them, you know, the notes that you're going to do on the... Sometimes on the spot, sometimes I prearrange them, um, but they take a long time, too. They take a long time because you have to make sure every, sometimes it's like 20 tracks of background vocals, and they're, you know you have to get them nice and in tune, and make sure that they, you know, the releases are all the same, the attacks are all the same, it's, it's a beautiful and tedious i cannot say that it's my favorite part of the whole process i cannot say it um but you know i just love all of it so
1: it comes with the territory comes with the game Mm
2: -hmm. exactly exactly
1: now what can our listeners be on the lookout for from claudia lopez what should they be on the lookout for what's coming up
2: so, my album releases on August 9th, so right at midnight, my album will be available. If you go to my social media, my Instagram is Claudia Lopez Sings, um, there's a link there and I have all my available, all the things that you can do, you can pre-save my album on Spotify, that way you get an alert as soon as it's out on August 9th at midnight. Um, you can buy, I already put up my band cam, so you can buy um, physical copies of my album and other merch, I have shirts, I have... Signed copies, you know, all this kind of um, promotional things that I'm doing, and um, I actually just started. I posted yesterday a giveaway. So the first 100 people who purchase my a physical copy of my album will be entered into a giveaway, and I'm giving away some really cool prizes, like a record player, some AirPods, um, Amazon gift cards, really cool prizes. So That's they can be weird. on the lookout for that. My video for Thinking will be out on August 20. And, you know, I'm I'm working on um, an album release concert. So, that will be live streamed as well. So, lots of stuff coming up. Busy week. (laughs) Busy next two weeks.
1: That's what's up. That's what's up. And how can they follow you again? Go ahead and give out their social media again.
2: Yeah. So, my Instagram handle is Claudia Lopez Sings all together. And right there, you can, uh, my Twitter is Claudia Canta, which is in Spanish. <laughs> Claudia sings, but in Spanish. Okay. Um, and that's it. Claudia Lopez sings is my handle for most things. So, and if you go to my Instagram, you can actually see all my social media on there.
1: There it is. There it is. From Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. Claudia Lopez on the phone lines. Go ahead, introduce the new single for the people.
2: Thinking. My new single is called Thinking, and it is just about that feeling that you get when you're starting to fall in love with someone because they, you know, they attract the most important part, which is your mind, and that's what the single's about—just that whole process where you're like, oh, you know, I think I love you. I think it's happening. So <laughs> it's a nice, it's a, it's, it's nice. It's a feel-good song, so. There it I'm is. really excited that it's
1: out. And you're gonna hear it right now for the first time on the bandwagon radio. Do me a favor, turn it up. Let's go.
2: Woo!
3: But I think that you should know I really love you, love you And now my world is upside down And I can't tell what's up or down or right or wrong But I don't care because I feel you And the things I thought I knew I didn't know But I don't care because you Tell me, tell me what it's all about Teach me if the world is flat Swallow. Even though there's nothing sure about tomorrow, promise to never leave me in the dark. Don't wanna sleep away the days. Awake is where the answers are, and that's where you are. Need to tell you, need to tell you that these days I'm feeling. The world we're living in is not the same without the lines That brought me comfort I didn't choose It doesn't even matter cause I know that I can go on